You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Friday, April 1st, 2022. Happy April Fool's Day. I'm your host, Doug Reed, and you can follow me, as always, at Doug underscore Reed 34 on Twitter. Happy to get any DMs there, comments, thoughts, feedback. Also, please go to your podcast provider and rate and review this show. A five-star rating would do greatly to improve the coverage, um, improve the exposure, pardon me, get more followers, more people on board. So I'd greatly appreciate if you could go to Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your i your pardon me, wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review the show. Before I get started, I want to mention a couple Ethos Twitter accounts that I think everybody should be following. One is Ethos Fantasy BK for basketball. It is the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed out there. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis too. And if you're in fantasy playoffs or even just wagering for NBA, we constantly throughout the day and the evening put out lineups, who's starting, who's sitting, and it's definitely worth checking out. We also have a new account, Ethos Fantasy BB for baseball. We're going to be doing the same throughout the baseball season. So if you're looking for baseball lineup advice for DFS or for fantasy and for gambling, on the games, you're going to get constant lineup updates, uh, starting pitching updates, that kind of thing there. And before I get started, I want to talk to you about a partner of ours, Thrive Fantasy. It's T-H-R-I-V-E Fantasy. You prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. When you sign up, use the code ETHOS, E-T-H-O-S, on you, and get up to 100% deposit match bonus on your first bonus of $100. Pardon me, on your first sign-up of up to $100, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Basically, you play props on the biggest names playing every night, score points when the props hit if you win, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize. If you're looking for prop information, I've got a few, for example, on the show here today in the NBA, but you can also check out our DFS team uh, over at sportsethos.com. If you're not a member already, I highly recommend you sign up. You get great DFS information. We've got a regular podcast as well. And that'll definitely help you with the props at Thrive. So again, it's 
thrivefantasy.com and use the code ethos when signing up. So a quick recap of yesterday. I had one of my best days, if not my best day, since I've started this pod uh, yesterday. In the NBA, I went 2-0. I've been walking plus 2 and Chicago minus 2. Uh, both covered in overtime. Both were losing well into the fourth quarter, and I thought they were losses, but big comebacks. So I went 2-0 in the NBA. In the NHL, I went 4-1. and I basically played five same-game parlays, which I'm going to go over a bunch of the, a few more tonight as well, and hit four of them. So I was 4-1. and I was up 5.83 units in the NHL. So total, I was 6-1 and on the night, plus 7.83 units. So a fantastic night. But I think it's important to realize, if you've listened to this show, my goal is to exceed the target of 52.4% in my, my bets. So when you have a night like that, you know, I usually do a strategy session on Friday, but there's a couple big slates, so I'm going to skip that. But one bit of gambling advice or wagering advice I like to tell everybody, whether you're a seasoned veteran or you're getting into it, you're never as bad as your worst day and you're never as good as your best day. So just keep grinding. I mean, I had a great day last night. I'm not expecting that trend to continue. I would love it to, but obviously, you know, if I'm shooting for 52.4% to exceed that number, I'm not going to have, you take nights like this, put them in your back pocket, be happy about it and move on because there's going to be nights where that is the exact opposite and I'm down a number of units. So happy about the results, but cognizant that uh, that is not something I should expect and and, uh, and I don't expect going forward. That said, though, we're going to get into the boards. I'm going to talk about the NCAA games that are tomorrow quickly. Uh, there's two games, and we're going to hit the NBA boards. There's 10. The NHL, I think there's nine. Um, tomorrow, in the final four, we've got Villanova versus Kansas. You can get Villanova plus four or Kansas minus four. Uh, totals 133. I'm actually going to play the money line here and take Villanova. I've already got a ticket at plus 170 on the money line. I think this game is a coin flip. You know, Kansas came out terrible against Arkansas and then woke up and had a great second half. Um, they've been kind of hot and cold. I mean, they've been playing well, but they've been kind of hot and cold. And Villanova, uh, with Connor Gillespie, going to get the ball even more um, as a point guard. I think he's had something like six turnovers in uh, all the NCAA tournaments he's played in in the last three years. So he is great with the ball. I think their offense is a little more tight than Kansas. And at a plus 170 in the money line, I'm very happy to get that number. The second game is the battle of the biggest of the Blue Bloods. North Carolina takes on Duke. Duke is favored by four, totals 151. And I'm going to do the same thing here. I'm going to play North Carolina money line at plus 165. A big number, but I think this game is also coin flip. North Carolina went into Cameron in Coach K's last game at Duke and easily beat Duke led basically almost start to finish easily beat Duke and I know it's only one game and if you talked to me a few months ago and I've said this before on the show North Carolina at the you know in January or so looked like a bubble team almost but they've really turned it around under Hubert Davis now I don't know who wins this game I think Duke's probably the better team but I think there is value at plus 165 I debated just taking North Carolina plus four but I'll take the money line at plus 165 so if either of those two games hit, if Nova or UNC hits, then I'm in the black uh, between those two games. So again, I'm taking Nova on the money line at plus 170, taking UNC at, on the money line at plus 165, hoping for a Villanova North Carolina championship, but realize it could be Kansas Duke. I think any of these four teams could win these games, and then any of the four, whoever's in the finals, I think that'll be a coin flip too. Um, but should be great games. Really looking forward to these two games. 
uh, on uh, tomorrow on Saturday. On to the NBA. As I said, there are 10 games. I'm on a couple games and then on a few props. We start off in Washington where the Mavericks travel to. The Mavs are eight-point favorites. It's opened about eight and a half. It currently sits about eight. Total opened at 220 and a half. It's at 217. I'm not on this game. Uh, I would lean Washington. I think, you know, Dallas is the better team. But at home, Washington's played all right at home. Uh, Porzingis is playing. I do not ever buy the narrative of playing against your own your former team, and that motivates them. I don't think anybody should buy that. Um, but I think with him in the lineup, they're an even better team, obviously. And I think they can cover this eight points. I was debating taking it, but I've stayed away. The next game is the Raptors travel to Orlando. Uh, the Raptors open minus eight and a half, and they currently sit at eight point favorites. Um, sorry, I didn't. I'm just going through the injury report here to back up to the first game. Dallas is pretty much healthy. Uh, they've got almost everybody. Washington obviously has Bradley Beal out and Kuzma, but no other major uh, names there. In the Orlando-Toronto game, Wendell Carter Jr. is questionable. And for the Raps, everybody's healthy. Raps are moved from minus 8.5 to minus 11.5. This total dropped from 219 to 217.5. I'm not on either side there. The Raptors historically have not played well in Orlando, but they've been, they're playing well now. I think they win this. I think they win it easy. Uh, just a, little, a few too many for me to made me to lay. What I am on, though, is a prop in this game, and it's Fred Van Fleet over 16.5 points. So the implied total for the Raptors right now is 113.5. And the thing with the Raptors, which I've said before uh, a number of times in this show, is they don't play their bench very much and they don't really have much. Malachi Flynn is out. He's not dressed. So behind Freddie Van Vliet is Armani Brooks and Delano Banton. And Nick Nurse, their coach, loves riding the starters. So even if this game gets out of hand, which the implied spread of 11 and a half indicates it would, there's a good chance in three quarters that I think Van Vliet gets here, gets there. He hasn't been shooting great lately. But I think it's 16 and a half. He could easily eclipse that. So happy to get to 16 and a half at minus 115 with Van Fleet. Next game of the night is Indiana. And they travel to Boston to pretty much probably get blown out. Uh, this line opened at minus 15. It is still at minus 15. Total was 220 and a half. It's 226 right now. For the Celtics, everyone's healthy. For Indiana, um, Badatze is questionable. And Brogdon is questionable. Duarte's out. Isaiah Jackson, questionable. And then obviously McConnell, Rubio, Miles Turner, TJ Warren, they all remain out. So they're fielding kind of a G League team. 15 is a lot. Boston's been playing fantastic basketball. I wouldn't be surprised if they covered. I have no feel on this game at all. Uh, so it's a stay away from me. Next game, we travel to OKC, where the Thunder host the Pistons. The Pistons are on the second half of back-to-back. They're at home last night. On the road tonight, they find themselves five-point favorites. Total 221.5. It opened minus four for the Pistons. It's up to minus five. Uh, I'm not on this game either. Um, I would probably lean OKC. Uh, pardon me. I'd probably lean Detroit. But a second half of back-to-back, OKC uh, has nobody. But for the Pistons, they're fairly healthy. Bagley's out. Uh, Jeremy Grant's out. Corey uh, Joseph's out. Kelly Olenek's out. And for the Thunder, it's the usual. They're basically resting everybody or saying they have an injury. Uh, Baisley's out. Dort's out. Favors out. Giddy's out. Gilgis Alexander is out. Um, Ty Jerome's out. Trey Mann's out. Muscala's out. So I don't know what to make of either of these teams with all those injuries. I would probably lean Detroit. Um, 
but I, it's just not a game I can touch. However, um, on an other prop here, it's Theo Maladin over 17 and a half points. So the implied point total for the Thunder is 108. And their last in his last four games, he has played over 32 minutes. So he's played 34, 40, 32, and 32 minutes. He scored 18, 23, 20, and 25. So he eclipsed 18 points, pardon me, eclipsed 17 and a half points uh, in every game. And he's basically their starter. And the lineup that I see, they only have eight players dressed. So they don't have a bench. They don't have much behind him. There's a good chance that he sees 35 minutes in this game. And if he does, I think he should be able to hit a 17 and a half point prop. The next game is the Clippers in Milwaukee, which was lining up to be a great game until everybody decided to rest, unfortunately. So this game opened as Milwaukee minus eight and a half, total 233 and a half. It's down to Milwaukee minus three and a half, total 217 and a half. So for the Clippers, Batum is out. And Paul George, who's been back for a couple of games, he's now out. Reggie Jackson's getting a night off of rest. Kawhi's obviously out. Marcus Morris is out. Norm Powell's injured as well. But for the Bucks, the big man Giannis is out. Uh, Drew Holiday's out. Brooke Lopez, Lopez, who was back, he's out. Chris Middleton's out. So I don't really know where this game goes. I'm not on a side um, at all. And, you know, I was really looking forward to this game uh, with George back for L.A., I thought he might rest because they are. The both teams are on a back-to-back. The Clippers are on two road games. Milwaukee's on the road yesterday, and they're at home now. But I think I would lean Milwaukee, laying three and a half, but just too many injuries to really have a call in this game. The next game, which should be a good game, although the spread doesn't necessarily indicate this, is Phoenix is in Memphis. Phoenix opened minus four. They're now at minus seven, uh, and this total started at two twenty-seven and a half from what I saw, but it's up to two thirty-eight and a half. Um, not not. Not on this game either. And as I look through the injury report, the Grizz are going to be pro. Well, these guys are doubtful. Adams, Bain, Triple J, Jaron Jackson Jr. is doubtful. Tyus Jones, all doubtful. Obviously, John Morant is still out. For Phoenix, you have pretty much healthy lineup other than Cam Johnson, who is listed as probable. So what would have been probably the game of the night uh, with these two Western Conference players powerhouses battling looks to be a phoenix win with considering they're fairly healthy and memphis is resting a lot of guys and jaw is out the next game we travel to houston we get sacramento coming in minus three and a half total uh, started open minus two for sacramento it's up to minus three and a half it was total is 231 and a half it's up to um i think i have 245 and maybe off on that but i'm not in the total i'm not on, i'm not on either side here these two teams played a couple nights ago at sacramento and Sacramento won by three. So I would lean Houston because they're at home, but they kind of scare me. I, you know, in their lineup, they've got Eric Gordon's out. Schroeder's still out. Uh, Sangoon is questionable. And Christian Wood is out. For the Kings, Terrence Davis is out. De'Aaron Fox is out. Rashawn Holmes is out. And obviously Sabonis. Fox and Sabonis, I think, out for the year. Um, so hard, hard, to, hard to figure out these lineups, to be honest with you. However, I'm on a third prop here. Uh, I do like Jalen Green in this game over um, three and a half three-point shots. I'm getting that at plus 145. So it's juiced up a fair bit. However, the implied point total for Houston in this game is 115 and a half. And in his last four games that he's basically been the starter at point guard, he has... Five, five three-pointers against Portland, six against Portland, six against San Antonio, and six last game against Sacramento, who he's facing again tonight. So a lot of points to be scored. 
I think there's a good chance that he'll be throwing up a lot of three balls, and I need him to make basically four to hit this. Next game of the night, we see Portland travel to San Antonio, where the Spurs are open 13.5 point favorites. That's moved up to 15.5 currently. Total was 231. It's a 230.5. Not on this game. I think San Antonio wins are easy. As we look at the injury report, it's the usual cast of characters for Portland. Bledsoe, all these guys are out. Bledsoe, Hart, Ingles, Lillard, Nazir Little, Nurkic, obviously out for probably the year, and Justice Winslow. When we go to San Antonio, uh, they're not really missing much. They've got pretty much their healthy lineup. So they should be able to win and win easy. Uh, 15 points is just a lot to lay. The next, the last two games, I'm actually on the side. So Minnesota travels to Denver. And this game opened the Nuggets minus four and a half. And I wasn't really on it then, but it's dropped to minus two and a half. So I'm on Denver. The injury report here doesn't show anybody new out for uh, Denver. And Minnesota is fairly healthy as well. Missing McDaniel still. Um, But I like Denver. I like them because they're at home. These, I think these two teams are very evenly matched. And it'll be interesting seeing Kat go against uh, Jokic. But I think at home, laying less than one possession, I'm happy to take the Nuggets. The total two four, open 233 and a half. It's up to 242. Uh, I am on the Nuggets here at minus two and a half. Last game of the night, sees New Orleans travel to the Los Angeles to play the Lakers. The Lakers are on the second half of a back-to-back. They're on the road yesterday, and they're at home tonight. And New Orleans is minus, open minus one and a half. They are at minus one. Total is 232. And total has dropped to 230 and a half. And the play in this game is New Orleans lineup, uh, their injury report, not really missing anybody. But the Lakers are supposed to have AD and LeBron back. So if, 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 if one of those two guys aren't back, I'm not on this game. But if they're both back, assuming they're both back at home, I, uh, they didn't, neither of them played yesterday. Uh, I'm on the Lakers to win this game with those guys and Westbrook, obviously, in the lineup. So I'm on the Lakers to win, to, to win, but happy to catch the point when they are at home against New Orleans. So quick run through the NBA board. I've got three pops, props, pardon me, and I've got two plays. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back on the ice for some more same game parlays. It worked last night, so we'll try it again tonight. Welcome back. In the NHL tonight, there's seven games. I'm just pulling up my uh, lines here. And... Sorry. Problems. All right. Got that sorted out. Sorry about that. Uh, We start off in Tampa, where the Blackhawks come in. You can get the Blackhawks and money line at plus 290. The Lightning at minus 370. The total here is six and a half. I'm actually on... Tampa at minus 370 plus the over six and a half, which gives me a plus 142 parlay. These teams have played once on March 6th, they played, and Tampa won 6 3. Chicago was in Florida last night, so it, second night of back to back, but obviously within the state of Florida, it's not a long journey. They lost 4 0, but have given up, but have had, pardon me, scored four goals or more in their previous five games. So Chicago is not playing well, but they're scoring. And they're going to give up goals. Um, they've also given up in the last six games, they've given up 26 goals. So that's a 4.33 goals against average. So they've given up over four goals in the last six games, but they've scored over four goals in five of the last six. Put that together, they're scoring a bit more. They're allowing a lot more. Tampa Bay is a much better team. So I'm taking the Lightning and the over six and a half. 
The next game, we have Nashville traveling to Buffalo. Nashville, the Predators are minus 192 on the, on the money line. You can get the home Sabres plus 167. Total here is six goals. I'm not on this side. Buffalo's been playing a little better. Buffalo's been scoring a little. Uh, so there might be some value in taking them at plus 167. But Nashville's clearly the better team. Uh, will likely win, but I'm not going to be on that game. The next game of the night is the Battle of New York. These are always great games. Uh, the Islanders travel to play the New York Rangers. You can get the Islanders at plus 145 in the money line. The Rangers minus 165. Total five and a half. And actually, I'm actually on this game. I'm going to take the Rangers at minus 175 and the under of five and a half for a plus 193. Same game parlay. And this comes down to goaltending. The Rangers have what I believe is the best goal in the league and arguably the MVP in the league. Goalies don't usually win that award in the NHL, uh, but when he plays, they're a much better team. So when the Rangers have Shesterkin in net, which they will tonight, they are hard to score on. The Islanders have Varlamov. And in his last seven games against the Rangers, he has a 1.15 goals against. So he's definitely had their number. And when you look at look a little deeper, these guys have played, sorry, on the power play for the Rangers, they have the second best power play, but the Islanders penalty killing is the sixth best. Um, and then when it comes to the Islanders power play, 19, so a little worse than average, and the Rangers are a little better than average at 13, number 13 on the penalty kill. So I think those can kind of negate each other. So hopefully that limits some goals. These guys have played twice already. The Rangers won four to one, total of five, and the Islanders won two to one, total of three. So five and a half is a low total to go under, I know. But when you have two outstanding goalies in what should be a very tight played game, I'm happy to look at the under five and a half. The next game, we have the Ottawa Senators traveling to Detroit to play the Red Wings. You can get the Sens at an even plus 100 on the money line. You can get the Red Wings at minus 120. Total here is six and a half. And I'm actually on the home Red Wings at minus 120, and I'm on the over of six and a half for a 242 same game parlay. So obviously ramping up the risk here a little. Detroit has not played well. They're 2-9-2 in their last 13, allowing 63 goals. It's a 4.85 goals against average. And since Jan 1st, they've allowed over seven goals in seven games. So they're giving up goals for sure. Their 3.77 goals against average on the season is the worst in the NHL. Ottawa has a 3.23 goals against average, which is 10th worst. So two teams who are giving up a lot of goals, hence I'm on the over 6.5 or 6.5. The Sens are expected to start a rookie in his first game. Mads Sogard, uh, he was a second round pick a couple years ago. He's done fairly well in the minors. So first game in the NHL, I think they figured they put him against weaker competition. But on the road, um, maybe a bit of a challenge. Detroit's expected to start Nadelkovic. Uh, although Thomas Grease is back and may play, but I'm not expecting that. So a first-time goalie. Goalie's been struggling this year. Hopefully that leads to lots of goals. The Wings, although they've struggled, and the stats I gave a little earlier have not played well lately, they are 17, 12, and 6 at home. And they've got some young players been playing well. I think they'll be able to bounce. I'm hoping they'll be able to bounce back. And the Sens on the road are 11, 18, and 3. So the road has not been friendly to Ottawa. Hence my lean to Detroit. Next game of the night has the Blues continuing their Western Canada road trip. They are in Edmonton, and you can get the Blues at plus 135 on the money line. You can get the Oilers at minus 155. Total here is six and a half for goals. I am on Edmonton at minus 155 and over six and a half goals. So that gives me a plus 182. 
These teams have played twice. November 14th, Edmonton won 5-4. And December 29th, the Blues won 6-4. So nine goals in one, six goals in the other. When you look at their special teams, Edmonton's fourth best power play in the league. St. Louis has the seventh best penalty killing. Flip that around. St. Louis has the third best power play. And the Oilers have the 21st best penalty kill. So a little bit of advantage there to the Oilers. But... Uh, um, St. Louis, for sure, when they're on the power play. And the Oilers have just been playing so well lately and scoring a ton of goals. They're an eight-game home win streak. And in those, in those eight games, they've scored 41 goals. So just over five goals a game. And, you know, McDavid and Drysell are really starting to click. However, the Achilles heel for the Oilers is always their defense and goaltending. So I'm hoping that continues. I'm hoping their big boys click. But I'm hoping they allow some goals as well to get it over six and a half. Next game of the night, and the last one I'm on, is the Vegas Golden Knights play their second game in three nights against the Seattle Kraken, both in Seattle. Kind of a funny scheduling quirk that the NHL has done a few times this year. You can get the Golden Knights at minus 170 on the money line. You can get the Kraken at plus 150. The total here is six. And I'm on the Golden Knights at minus 170, plus the under of six, which gives me a 210 parlay. Again, fairly risky. But I like the Knights, the better team. And these guys played two nights ago, and the Knights won 3-0. They played three times this year. Uh, October 12th, Vegas won 4-3. November 9th, Vegas won 4-2. And two nights ago, uh, Vegas won 3-0. So seven goals, six goals, and three goals. Logan Thompson expected to get the start again for Vegas. He got the shutout two nights ago. He's won three straight games, 946 save percentage. So he's been playing well. And the Kraken just seem to be struggling. I mean, they've had a kind of what everybody expected, I think, an expansion. Well, you never really know what to expect from an expansion team. So some think they've underperformed, some think they've outperformed. But they seem to be in a bit of a lull lately. So I don't think they're going to be scoring a lot. They've been struggling putting in pucks in that. They made a few, got rid of a few players at the trade deadline. So that certainly hasn't helped them. I don't see Vegas coming out and dropping a five or six spot on them. So if Vegas can do what they did the other day, score a few goals, limit the Kraken, I could see it staying under six. And I think Vegas is the better team. So happy to take the money line there. Final game of the night is Anaheim travels to Arizona. The Ducks are in a free fall. However, they're playing Arizona. So who do you take here? The Ducks are minus 120. Slight favorite on the money line on the road. Arizona's plus 100 at home. Total six. I'm not on this game. If I were, I'd actually probably take the plus 100 with Arizona. Um, They've won a few games at home in the last couple months. Well, it sounds strange. They won a few big games. They played a little better at home is what I meant. Uh, And the Ducks are just in a free fall. They just seem to have collapsed in the last month. Um, So probably not a pretty game. There's a lot better games uh, on the docket tonight. But I would suggest, if I had to lean, I would lean to Arizona. So... Uh, nine games. I've got one, two, three, four, five plays in the NHL. And I think I've got, what they say, five in the NBA. So lots of action on the board tonight. Hope some of those interested you. But before I go, uh, I do want to remind you of our friends at Manscaped. If you go to manscaped.com, use the code HOOPBALL20, so HOOPBALL20, you get 20% off your order and free shipping. And also, if you need another sports book, I always recommend you have multiple sports books to get the best lines out there. Check out our buddies at mybookie.ag. Use the code HOOPBALL on the third page of sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. So hopefully you enjoyed the, the um, breakdown of the NBA, the NHL, some same game parlay. See if we can roll that again. 
and what should be a fantastic Final Four tomorrow night, which I have the two underdogs on the money line. We'll see how that plays if my value theory comes true. So hopefully everybody had a great day. Hopefully you had a great week and you have some fun on the boards tonight.